Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, a.k.a. Tags. Tyler, Record of Days. Oh, I want to Episode sing it, and I just said it too fast. 88. Oh, after dark, you can sing it. Yeah, you remember Lindros, right? You remember the drama when Eric Lindros got drafted and then refused to play for the Nordiques? Yep. You know how long it took Canadians to like Lindros again? Do they even now? Yeah, he, he ended up being awesome, and then everybody felt sorry for him because he... You know, he played in the Scott Stevens era, so... Yeah, didn't he go out with just boatloads of concussions? Boatloads, and you can thank Scott Stevens for 90% of them. Man, you played the Devils back then, and... The Devils were dirty. Well, it was like playing the Flyers, but he was huge, so... Yeah, Lindros. Yep, 88. The ultimate of round numbers. Yeah, besides episode zero, can't beat it. Thanks, just... Right? Right. 888. Mm-hmm. Way better than 88. We'll be playing POE 1 still. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it'll be a really good POE 1 if we are, and they can take as much time as they want on POE 2. That's what we've Debatable. said many times. Oh, please. Anyway, big shout out to all of our patrons for supporting the podcast. You guys are awesome. If you're curious what our Patreon is, you can find the information down below. Biggest benefit is you get access to After Dark, which is our podcast after the podcast, where we just talk more about POE stuff, things, random stuff. It, you never know. What you're going to get could be anything. But anyway, we don't thank know. you guys for supporting us. You yes, rock. We love your faces. Much. Also, happy Father's Day. Yeah, you too. This comes out on happy Father's Day. This comes out on Father's Day. Comes out yeah. on Father's Day. Yeah. So, hey. Yeah, so, Father. Okay, sure. To us. Yeah. But to listeners too. Bon fête. Just bon fête. Bon ami. <laughs> hey, look at you. Yeah. Happy Father's Day, everyone. All you fathers out there. And even those that are trying. Way to go. Yep. It's awesome. Wait, wait, a, wait a father. Hang on, I gotta put my hat on. I know we I just thought you started. were gonna go more graphic with that one. I can't hear you. I don't even have my headset on. What'd you Why say? Why didn't you start with the hat on? I didn't. I thought I wanted it to have it off, but then I didn't. Mm, good choice. You, you, you realize after, it's like, I'd like pizza for dinner. And then right after you order pizza, you're like, no, definitely didn't want pizza. I, want I don't think I've else. ever had that. <sighs> ever. How was your week? I had a good week. I had a good week. Uh, let's see. COVID restrictions got lifted again for us in our area, hey? Our province of BC has a four-stage setup system ready yeah. to go. Four steps, yep. Yeah, and hopefully life will be back to normal for us in September. I think I mentioned this a week or two ago for us, but yeah, so we're stage two. It's only going to last two weeks, but goodness, we can have like outdoor get-togethers of up to 50 people, as long as you trust them. Mm-hmm. Still don't go hang out with people that have been completely ignoring COVID protocols. But yeah, like you can still get it, of course. I only have one shot. You only have one shot? Uh, Yeah, I would love to have two. I'd feel a little bit more, you know, comfortable out there. But uh, no, we're not at two yet. In our our age bracket, and because we're like healthy individuals, we're not we're not there yet. But we should be. I'm hope hopefully by the end of like, well, certainly by the end of July, I think it'll be even closer to middle of July that we should be having our second one. Yeah. So you know how Chris was bugging you to put the Monaco GP on a projector on the back and we could watch in the backyard? Now you can do it. Yes. Now you can oh, do it. Oh, thank goodness. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah. French <laughs> GP this weekend. So uh, feel free to get on that. But yeah, so it's kind of exciting. And because of that, like my daughter was invited to a kid's birthday party a few weeks ago uh, at school and we said no, right? COVID. The protocols where we are were it, technically wasn't something we should be doing. So we said no. And my son got invited just this week for something tomorrow, and we said yes, because it's an outdoor get-together. Oh, I hope he, he's throwing that in his sister's face. No, nah, she's, she, <laughs> oh my goodness, she is as sensitive as it gets. She's, no, I she know. would like melt. 
down. No, we explained it to her. She's good. But it was, uh, I don't know. Is it like, at home? Is that at somebody's house or is it at a yeah, place? Yeah, I think it's what? at one of the grandparents' place and on the farm, just massive nice. area. Yeah, just going to hang out, bring a bathing suit type of thing. So, yeah. So, but first time in like 18 months, I brought a kid to a store. That you have? Yeah. Oh, you like we've, we've okay. never, we haven't let the kids go to sure. stores or anything like that. We've just, I mean, we have a fine house. There's nothing wrong with it. Obviously, they're going to school. The school that our kids go to has been fantastic with COVID protocols and keeping things safe but efficient. But today was the first day just because things have opened up for us in the stage two program for us. This is the first time either of my kids have been to a store in 18 months. So brought him to the store. He picked what he wanted for to give for his gift. I gave him a budget and I'm trying to teach them budget. So he's a kindergarten kid trying to like, okay, well, this is 20 bucks and I can only spend 25 before tax. So it was kind of fun to watch him do that and figured it out, got him two gifts. I had a busy week, but it was a relaxing week. You know those weeks where it's like go, 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 but it's stuff you're familiar with. All of a sudden, it's the end. It was good. I had a good time. Oh, I was um, taking the dog for a walk after I dropped the kids off for school a few days ago, and I saw a massive flat deck near your house. So I just assumed it was for you My and your house. Up. It's something. <laughs> I don't know. I just assumed like somebody was like adding another level to your house or someone was dropping off your Ferrari or you were getting a new lawn put on. So. Was it you? Did you have a massive flatbed truck? No, it was like house like two down from me. I don't know what they were doing. Uh, so you don't have like your spyglass ready to go? You didn't tell your 11 year old to go figure it out? Nope. I, I drove though to uh, this week down the road and saw some idiot walking a dog while reading a book. Uh, so I, I made sure to yell at him. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. It's because... It's so funny because you can't even hear the first half of a sentence when that's happening. Right. Like you're trying yeah, yeah. so hard to say it right or like even if especially if you're mad, you know, you don't want to screw it up. But when you drove by me, it was like, what'd you say? Something like I yelled, hey, first to make sure you would look. <laughs> and I was like something about you're going to I don't remember what I even yelled. I just remember yelling something and just continuing on. I only heard the half last half of it. But anyway, you're still a dick. Yeah, your head was like halfway up. Thanks for saying. Yep. Yeah, I can see. I look up. I have well, ears. I can hear. I have never walked into anybody laugh. and I've never tripped. I only trip when I'm paying attention. That's that's the concussion life for you. You focus, you're done. Zone out, you're fine. Or fall asleep. Anyway, yeah, it was good. It was it was low-key, but it's it's nice to see these changes and it's exciting. Maybe we'll be able to see our group play some board games outside on a non-windy day, hopefully. Anyway, how was your week? It was really good. Really busy with work. We're, we're kind of by well not bypassing we're kind of ignoring the change that happened and because the, the, there's a new change that's hopefully coming in on july 2nd i think after the long weekend oh you've just jumped to stage three no uh, we're actually just waiting till stage three to even do any of the stuff that was opened in stage two because the problem is work safe bc doesn't line up with the government of bc very well oh I and understand. so work safe yeah. bc hasn't updated any of their stuff so there's a lot of gray area as to like what you could or could not do. And we don't want to take the chance of getting us or any of our staff or, you know, people into that weird spot. So we've just asked people to wait until that, that announcement, and then we're going to go full board. So I cannot wait until we get to that one. Yeah, totally. So makes a big difference. So I'm pretty excited for it. That'll be insane. That's almost life to normal. Almost like the kids really are, close. uh, we, they're going to go for a sleepover at, uh, my mom's place. Just after that change happens, they've been excited for forever. They packed their bags literally last week. They've been, That's awesome. Their suitcases have been at the door for over a week. We are going away in end of July. So this this stage two one already lets us at least now do that without 
breaking the rules. Oh, the end of July. That's right. You had your money set aside. Yeah, good for yeah. you. Where are you going? Can you say? Uh, yeah, up to Sun Peaks. Oh, awesome. So it's a mountain in BC. Yeah, we used to go We're there all the time, there. man. I was looking at pictures mm. like that the other day, back when people like actually printed pictures. I was looking at pictures of all of us. And oh, our, like, man, we had some crazy trips up there. Oh, it's awesome. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, so we're going to go up there for a bit. What else did I do this week? It was just, it literally was work. I was in meetings all week and then Path of Exile. Now, hold on. I need to tell you something. You know how every, okay, every episode, every time we record, we both throw our phones on D&D. Yeah. Do not disturb. Do not disturb. Not Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> but I would love it. I was, uh, I was doing some work this week and I had my phone on D and D and a phone call came in and I'm, I, this happens sometimes when you and I are recording even where I'm like, what the hell? Why is my phone making noise? Like D and D means do not disturb. And I have like, besides if you're a starred contact, right? Don't, don't make noise, but I'm getting phone calls from random calls. And so I started looking through the settings. Why is there a setting to allow phone calls through while you're on D and D? It's an actual setting to allow phone calls, all phone calls through. <laughs> so you've been on D&D, but you didn't double check your D&D settings. And so now all this Apparently stuff's been not. coming through. Apparently That's by awesome. default, it was like, oh, sure. Allow phone calls from everyone is what the setting was. <laughs> like, what is the point That's of D&D awesome. to allow phone calls? Anyway, I figured it out. Oh, good for you. It's all working now. But yeah, my, my week, uh, it was fine, man. It was really busy. We had uh, kid, we're getting close to the end of school. July is actually going to be a nightmare for us just because our daycare is closing for July and August. Yeah. So. Well, when your kids are allowed to hang out with us, just throw your kids over here. Well, my, my mother-in-law is retiring, so she's going to be watching them for a bit through August and then daycare will be back up in September. So that's, that's her living the dream right there. I'm retiring so I can take care of more kids. That's what I want to do. Well, we're paying her. Whoa. So like, I, I want, I'm not <laughs> going to just drop my kids off. Hey, everybody except for you does that. Good for you, paying her. No, I, awesome. I feel bad about it. I feel bad totally. just like leaving my kids with somebody who's already raised their kids. She wants to. Yeah. And she's only taking the two little ones and they are excited to go. So, yeah, no, my week was awesome. Crazy, crazy with work. I cannot wait for these restrictions to come around and just chill out. I have seen some hilarious videos out there like circulating of because in the States, it's obviously changed as well. And now in B.C., and in other parts of Canada, they're starting to get back into like bring people back into work now. And some videos are just hilarious of people just, you know, not knowing how to act in a social <laughs> environment anymore. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, I have to sneeze. So, and they're like running out the building. So anyway, it was, uh, I was laughing too. People were like, I'm going to burn my mask. I'm like, why? We're in September and October. You know, they're coming back. <laughs> you know, every single flu season now. Yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. You want to know the best part about COVID was hmm. we had almost no colds in our house. Yeah, it was for great. The whole year. So cool. Barely got sick. That never happens with four kids. Oh my God. It's like a cold after a cold. It's ridiculous. It'll be crazy. And, so, and I'm you know what? It. This isn't the first SARS to reach our area, right? I mean, the other one, the last SARS that we got barely touched Canada, but it did dramatically impact a lot of other places in the globe. But it's not going to be the last SARS to hit us either. There's going to be something else. Keep that mask. Those two are so different, but it, it you will, the masks are not gone. There's no way. That's a forever thing. And save your toilet paper. <laughs> Our area oh of the world, gosh. there was this hilarious thing where people thought they would. Anyway, did you care about, now we'll get to POE in a quick sec, but E3 just happened this past weekend. And so I just want to ask just, did you care about E3? No, not really. I mean, I did hear some stuff, um, but I'm not, I'm not a big like 
hey, look what might come out in the next two years. That doesn't interest me at all. I want to know, hey, look what's coming out tomorrow. Oh, okay, cool. That's my, uh, that I've referenced a thousand times how Fallout 4 came out with Bethesda. I, I, you know what? It's funny. I'm married to Path of Exile. I'll always play it. Whether, even when it was crap, I always played it. Like uh, crap, like I'm saying, like, what was that? Heist, I think, 313, whatever the league was. I think it was just last league where I could barely play it. I still like that was the only game I thought about. I barely played other games unless I was playing co-op with people that don't play PoE. So I don't know why I get excited for E3. Like it's cool to see other games there, but like I'm not going to play them almost ever. And if I am going to play a game that's not PoE, it's because it's going to be on a crazy sale a year after its release. So I I really don't know why, but I, I enjoy Did it. Did you anyway. watch all of it? I, it was on in the background and then I, I watched follow... a little bit while you were streaming. Oh, yeah, I guess when I was uh, broadcasting and E3 was still on, I had it on in the background, too. Um, then, But then, like, I'll, I just refreshed, like, IGN or GameSpot, whoever it was. I just refreshed their Twitter every now and then just to see, you know, they'll tell you everything that's happened. I'm like, oh, this happened. I missed that video. Let's check it out. So, obviously, it was a COVID E3. Poor E3 organizers. Like, what are you going to show for three full days? Do you mean because people don't show up or because uh, companies don't want to come? Well, games are still being made, just probably not at the same pace. And so I don't know what E3 charges or how that background works of finance, but almost nobody showed up. Oh, again, are you talking about people or are you talking companies, about uh, developers? Companies okay. showing up to E3 because the majority of E3 was just little videos of people sharing opinions, streamers. Almost every time I pulled up your stream, it was like people sitting in stupid Tetris chairs or weird seats having conversations. And I was like, nah. And so I felt kind of bad, like E3 is really trying to make do. Microsoft showed up. Nintendo had an entire day, but all they did was basically let's play. I They played like Mario Party for four hours. <laughs> so anyway, That's, that doesn't seem bad. <laughs> we love our Mario Party. But Especially big disappointments for me. Ubisoft even showed up too. But no Splinter Cell again. Before E3, they announced a Splinter Cell Netflix anime, which obviously I'll watch. But think about this. They actually missed an entire generation of consoles with Splinter Cell. The last Splinter Cell was Blacklist, and that came out for the 360. Maybe they're not making it anymore. Maybe they're As just a Splinter done Cell fan, I, they're not done with it. Otherwise, they would be like, they wouldn't be in with Netflix. <laughs> You're but, like, they're not done with no, it. No, they can't be. But here's the thing. I'm a fan of Splinter Cell. So if you're done with it, give it to someone that can feed me Splinter Cell. There was no Deus Ex. I wasn't expecting Deus Ex. But anytime I see Square Enix, I want uh, Hitman and Deus Ex to show something cool. So uh, Hitman, nothing official, but they're coming out with a mobile game. Yip, yip. And I was really stoked for Fable because they had last E3, they had a hilarious Fable video. So I'm like, okay, sweet. Where's the prog? Oh, not not even a mention. So I was kind of disappointed. Oh, really? Wow. But did you see the Outer Worlds 2 trailer? I think I sent you I the didn't. link. You oh, sent it to goodness. me. I didn't watch Dude, it. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. I will. It will make you piss your pants. It makes fun of video game trailers and like really early announcements like nobody's oh, business. Good. I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. Watch it before after dark. Make that sure, your thing before after dark. It yep. really was hilarious. Okay, so remember when I lived at the apartment? I don't remember, mm -hmm. probably pre-kids as well, but you, before you were like a, a snooty PC-only guy, you played Borderlands with my wife and I all the time. You remember? Mm -hmm. But it was like kind of when I was learning about my concussion stuff and figuring it all out, my limitations, 
That's a horrible game for me concussion-wise because it's very flashy, very bright. It's first person, lots of jumping. Like, it's everything a concussion person shouldn't do. So fun, though. Uh, oh, I loved it. But I think I discovered, like, my symptoms really started colliding around Borderlands 2, I think it was. So I would fall asleep all the time while we were playing, and then you and my wife would just keep playing and laugh at me while I'm sleeping on the couch beside her. But Seems right. <laughs> but I've still been a big fan, big fan of the series, despite the fact that I can't play it anymore. So I wasn't able to play the pre-sequel, wasn't able to touch Borderlands 3, but they're coming out with a movie. Did you see the cast? Uh, I, is Kevin Hart in it? Kevin Hart, yeah. yeah. Jack Black. Who, oh my goodness, I love her. What's what? her name? She plays, um... Wait, didn't they just do, like, Jumont? What was the... What was the movie that Jack Black and Kevin Hart just did with The Rock? It was a Jumanji one. It was like a remake of Jumanji. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're bringing that same cast? Like, you've already got two of them. Kate Blanchett's in it. Eli Roth's okay. directing it. Oh my goodness, I can't wait. It's, it's, and the, the, how they went about presenting it was really cool, too. Are they still gonna have Claptrap? Yeah. Yeah, um, I think that's Jack Black. Claptrap. As the character, though? Like yeah, it's, I think it's actual... gonna be animated. I think it's going to be animated. Oh. It's going to look like Really? It. Yeah. Interesting. Among Us, you and I have played that a few times together with our group. It's getting a 15-player lobby. Cool. Oh, well, I know we don't have 15 friends, but we, we, we could. I can't imagine 15 people trying to play that at once. Oh, I, I would hate That's that a lot Zoom of talking. Call, I would hate that yeah, Zoom right? call. Yeah. Uh, but this is totally up our alley. Age of Empires 4 can't wait officially announced showed lots of gameplay october just october that is going to be one of the rare non-poe games that i'm a full price pair for 100 percent. yeah yep. and uh i i, I don't even know <laughs> I if love i've your seen last line <laughs> I, I don't i i swear there was once in like an indie section or a pc section that path of exile had a small section i don't know if that's true if my memory's playing tricks on me but I always Wasn't that only like at the very beginning when they were brand new I that they kind of like it all blends yeah. together for me. It was sometime yesterday ago. But every time there's like the PC segment section where it's just the general PC games that, you know, don't have a full fledged floorboard or uh, indie. I don't know if is is G, is is GGG or POE still considered indie? Are they too big for that? I feel like they are still indie, but they're just a very high up indie. Yeah. So anyway. They're like a doing really well indie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I for those both those segments, I'm always tuning in just in case there's like a POE thing, but there wasn't. Do you feel like they would tell people ahead of time though if no, there was I gonna don't. be something in I think, I think they think would they show would. up after and then they would just like present the YouTube video to us, YouTube video to us after. Cause if you're not like actually on the board, you don't know when you're showing up within that timeline. Anyway, uh, I E3, Age of Empires 4, that's it. I, I think I sent you the trailer for Age of Empires 4 a while ago because Josh sent it to me. I refused to watch it until you watched the other trailer I sent you. I thought you already oh, yeah, watched, I watched it. I've watched it a hundred times. Yeah. I'm just a nice friend. Well, probably not a hundred, like three tops, but it does look that's, really good. That's 300% more than you. So we're going to talk about our private league in a minute, which will be more our week in PoE, but let's talk this week in PoE first, and then we'll get into it, because we've got a lot to talk about with regards to the private league and how we did this week in PoE, because there's actually a lot to talk about. Yeah. So let's let's do this week in PoE first. Lots of patches. Nah, I miss Borat, man. I liked Borat before he was cool, by the way, but anyway, uh, no patches for console. Justin, I know you were curious, but also none for PC. Just just a thing. They're just not there. Kind of... Uh, kind of it, it it it's kind of always like this as you get you know 
a little bit more towards when we get announcement time. You just don't see as many patches coming out. I'm fine with that. Especially last league. We saw, and I don't know if that's just a shift since their change in this whole way they're going to do things. But we even talked about this last league about the fact that there were not as many patches leading up to the announcement. Yeah, I remember. Is that maybe because they're going, okay, we're good here. We're working on development for the next league. And that's fine. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's actually it or if they're all just like, yeah, let's take a break. Yeah. I'm getting tired of talking about fan art, but <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> but I like seeing them all. Like I still, every time I I'm like, this oh. is the end of it now. Well, these are the runner up. They posted the runner ups for the fan art competition that they did. Uh, so we've seen well, lots of them in previous ones. I don't know. Just, oh, wow. Thanks for all the fan art. Look at these great things. Like that the have ones been that didn't even make it. Or when they're, they're, they're getting fan art all the time. Like they see it on Reddit or wherever on their website. They get it all the time, whether there's a competition or not. Then there were boss screenshots, which I thought was rad. And uh, do you do you care about the highlights that they post about um, the more bigger name streamers doing something great or having an epic fail? They posted some for Zizrin's league. Is it is oh, it for the is it Zizarin? I was called it Zizarin, Zizarin, and then I always just have to copy and paste it because it's Zizarin. Zizarin. Oh, I, yeah. I'm assuming it's Zizarin. Uh, no, I don't care. I it's cool that they do it. Uh, that it's just a bunch of collections of videos of people doing stuff in the league. Yeah, there was like six or seven videos and some of it was neat. I saw somebody though. This was kind of neat. So somebody's who's getting these collections. Are these just things they're finding on Reddit? I don't know. Like how? I don't know. Huh. Clips. Maybe they're submitted. I don't know how, but so there's this guy and, uh, I, I, I noticed the title of his broadcast is Portuguese where he lives, Brazil, Portugal, wherever else. I don't know, but, um, he's playing and uh shooting something i can't see it off screen i'm like what's going on there's like not even a skill what what's going on they got a bow all of a sudden six link falls and i'm like oh you got that six link from hillock and you should have seen the smile like it was cool like he's going and it's live it's in the gauntlet right so who knows how hard this guy is he's probably been farming it for like hours (laughs) yeah second kill three hours later and uh but the six link drops and the smile on the dude's face was awesome i'll watch that one a few more times it was pretty cool it was in the it was in the ziz highlight link that they had but yeah it was kind of I, I i like seeing some of it i'm not one of those celebrity guys where i get excited like i've run into gretzky i've run into a whole bunch of different celebrities but it, it's i'm not like oh can i have your autograph can i have this like when i saw bx at disneyland i just like oh wow cool and then kept walking so no one's going to know who BX yeah, I, is except for us and maybe like the two <laughs> other people in the lower mainland that listen. But uh, woo, I didn't whack, see whack. them, but that's, I mean, it's cool that they showed it. Is it because it's still going on? Oh, yes, I guess it is for the next uh, weekend, just like a private league. And uh, so they had a lot of leftover merch as well from ExileCon and they had a really cool post. They were thinking about fair ways to get rid of their merchandise make money off their merchandise i guess and they didn't want just you know the rich folk or the people that are willing to spend the money on merchandise to just overpay for it and they'd sell out and or you know someone that's working throughout the week not get a chance so they're doing mystery bags of live merch which is awesome and they have it kind of evened out as as best as they can wait you don't why 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 are you gonna whine about there's nothing to whine about what do you want i'm not i'm not whining i just disagree i don't think it's a good way to do it why what would you do I just don't like the idea of not knowing what shirts you're going to get. Like, it's just random. I mean, you know the size, but because it, it's a hundred bucks, like, which is not cheap plus shipping and you just don't have it. I don't know, just without any input as to what those shirts might be. It's kind of, 
it's I don't I'm not saying I have a better solution, but I just was like, ah, it's it, it, it's I feel like there were better options. And the mystery box thing to me is kind of like people are iffy about that anyway in the game. The mystery box sure. idea. Right. So to throw that into real life, I think it's cool that people will buy stuff. But a hundred bucks for two shirts that you don't have any input on. There's other stuff in there. It it is it is pricey, but I still think it's fair. At the same time, like because there's other stuff that's in there too. It's not just two shirts. But that's the random part. The rest is like you're gonna get the jack. It, it's the jack, whatever it is. The socks or the stuffy. Yeah, yeah the socks but, or the stuffies or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I there's gonna be people that don't care though. They just like sweet two shirts, and they probably don't even care which shirt it is. You know what I mean? I was checking them out just to say, oh, wow, that's pretty neat. What did I miss out on? And I was going through and I'm like, dude, you bought me everything except for a stuffy from XLCon. So thanks. I mean, I could have used a stuffy, but thanks. I got my kids the stuffy. <laughs> I think I got almost all the shirts that I wanted my to goodness. and the jacket. Yeah, there was like, yeah, there was I went through every pack and I'm like, wow, I got something from each of these. This is, this is I don't need any of this. This is great. So thank you very much. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that the whole mystery side of things is kind of... It's not When me. I read that, I was like, eh, I don't like it. Yeah, it's not for me. Last thing that they posted this week was, and congratulations to Kit Kat Noodle for getting a post for her. But um, she, you know, the lore guru of POE in the community, and maybe there's others, but she's definitely the one that I know of that uh, knows lore in and out for POE. She had a video about exploring loot in or no exploring lore not loot in poe2 so i guess from the videos that have been released maybe they, i think there have been two trailers now for poe2 so i thought it was kind of neat got me started though on uh i've been wanting to do those lore videos that she's had out for forever that playlist of lore and i just haven't gotten around to it i've always wanted to watch them and i just never get around to it and then when i finally saw this i'm like that's it she's already on to poe2 i gotta watch these i gotta watch them quick so i'm watching one lore video of hers a night until i'm all caught up and how far in are you one tonight will be the second night so we got to cut after dark short because i have a 17 minute video to watch after this is that the average of them is that like some some are 30 some are 15 it's i would really like to i would really like to cat because i am curious about it i watched the first i don't know 60 70 seconds of of this one and, and i think it's amazing to watch somebody that is that into the lore and knows all the different things like she's talking about stuff that when she says the words i'm like matt you're making this up this isn't in the game that's right that's <laughs> <What is> right that? <laughs> you know uh this week we watched episode two of loki that came out on disney plus we watched episode two with our in-laws and uh, they have that share like sync feature yep. where you can just disney email thing, yep. email whatever link and you're you're actually like both watch at the same yeah, time and if one person pauses it, it pauses it for both people it was yep. amazing. We've done that too. We should do that, you and I, even though this is a YouTube thing. We'll just go like a cute couple. One, two, three, play, and we'll watch the lore videos together. One video a night, just date night, every night. Oh, that's too much, Ty. You don't, we don't have to do video. How about once a week? We'll never get finished. How about one? How many videos? Wait, every Monday you're going to want to watch a lore video with me? You got to keep up. There's no <laughs> canceling. There's up. no like, oh, I'm just <laughs> in the mood for Minecraft. You got to do it. See, knew it. Anyway, pretty small week in PUE, but we had a rad week in PUE. Huh? Huh? What a week for us. That was awesome. We, so our private league, this will come out on Sunday. Our private league started on the, I don't know, 14th, I think. I don't know. 11th. I don't remember. It, 11th. It's going to run till the 21st. So this comes out on Sunday. 
Monday it will end at noon PST Pacific Pacific Standard Time. And we did let's just talk about it. So it was a private league, 10 days, no stash, no rares and magic. We're out, but it's still on. Yeah, it was soft core. And again, no stash, no magics and rares. So uh, let's just chat first about our overall thoughts of those modifiers because I am really curious. I was shockingly in love with it. That's crazy to I, me because I, when I we started that like last it. After Dark, when we were talking about what we were going to do, you were 100% against it right off the bat. You were like, no, I don't think so. That's stupid. And then all of a sudden, the conversation kept going. And by the end of the conversation, you couldn't wait to try yeah, a no stash after dark too, yeah. right. and no magic, no rares. And I'm really surprised to hear you say this. Why, what do you love about it? I think it was the simplicity of loot. There was no, you know, like a lot of people were complaining about, oh, I don't have the room for it or all. I, as I played, I realized like, I don't actually need all of this. You know, like I, I have, once I just submitted to the fact that I'm not going to six socket and six link something. I'm just not like to get enough jeweler orbs to six socket something. I mean, I would say it's usually for me an average of 100 to 200 jewelers to, to hit six. That's an average though, right? Where sometimes it's like, 40 and sometimes it's 400 uh i I don't have the space for that so i'm not going to bother i'm going to get the orb of bindings and i'm going to get harvest i had lots of harvest four and five link crafts that i just sat in my hortocrafty oh lucky you i didn't see one five link yeah well i played a little bit better but (laughs) i it was just a fun and then mapping once i got to maps it it made that even more so where i went like okay some stuff I just don't need. What am I picking up all these essences for? I'm not going to use them. I'm just not. They're 95% of these essences I'm not going to use. And I and then I started to figure out what you could upgrade your 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 you know, you could sell up to so you get all the way up to the orb of regrets and you're stacking them in 40 and then they're one to one for alks and I don't know, it just it was so different. I would get into a map finish the map, get out of the map and be right back into a map. There was nothing yeah, to do. There was nothing in between maps and when you did have something to do it was very exciting for me it was like okay i just got this item or this thing that i might try to craft i'm gonna spend 20 minutes here now thinking about how do i change my build how do i adjust my items how am i going to get this to what i want it to be within the confines of my tiny inventory we played so different but that's awesome that's really cool all right so tell me what you thought overall well i loved buying from siosa for the first time in my life i loved buying sure, from siosa yeah. i didn't have to go back to my stash i didn't you have to keep track yeah it's either i have it or <laughs> i don't and then mm-hmm. it was great and at that stage i was keeping shards like uh i had alteration shards and alterations kicking around i had transmutes so i was i was going through that um but it, i don't know what it was I guess it's because my filter was totally different because normally there's a certain stage where only certain linked items show up as I'm leveling through the campaign, but then it turns into only rares pretty quick. And sometimes I have good leveling experiences. Sometimes I have some pretty bad RNG. That's how this kind of thing goes. I've never had as good a leveling gear as I did this time around. Like by the end of Act 6, I was over 135% on all three of my elemental resists. And But I think it's because I'm picking up stuff and I'm using my items right away. Like you said, for some reason that you weren't using so your essences, every single one I saved. Uh, sorry, and I'm, end game. End game, sure. I used them 
right off the bat. It was so great because the thing that I loved about it is they're falling for your map level. You're not really getting the lower ones. You know, they're kind of progressing with you a little bit, but they're not going to, there's no point to save them because you're going to get a crappy mod that rolls on them. Now, granted, sure, they're basically an ALK with one guaranteed mod per se or, or theme. Plus, so many of them are forced to resist, which is awesome. Right. And so, but yeah, so, but you, you get so many essences during the campaign. They really die down once you hit maps, but it was great. I'm, alking this i'm essencing that and oh man I, it was great i could never find a i couldn't find one weapon that worked well for my build but my resists were awesome now so what did you think though overall of no oh, stash right, sorry. and no rares and magic question. yeah we're starting off with the basics here bud i really love no stash i enjoyed the short-term aspect of no magic and rares but i don't i don't think i would enjoy that long term or doing it on a regular basis um but i really liked having no stash because the mentality of no stash is yes you have to plan for the future but now is more important and it's basically your immediate decisions are just going to be what you get and that's fine and it really kind of taught me to not worry about it more stuff's gonna fall and like you said basically having 40 regrets regrets trade one-to-one -one with Lonnie for Alks so you could have instead of having a stack of 10 Alks you could have a stack of 40 regrets and that's basically 40 Alks you I mean you have to use them you have to portal out or whatever it is that you're doing but you have them and so it was night and I all of a sudden I ended up changing my filter to like I think how did you do your filter did you go on base type or did you go sockets or how did you go about it because you're always playing for the now right when I first started, I used the default filter, uh, GGG's default filter, and you realize really quick just how garbage it is. It's not that it's the worst, but it's really, really close to the worst. Well, it's do you actually think there's a do you think there's a filter out there that shows more than them? Probably not. I think that GGG's filter is the worst. Yeah. Well, but then there's the, the none. So I'm using default versus just none. So I'm trying <laughs> to give them one That's a really off. <laughs> bad combo when you're the company that cares about item weight and item transference. And, and it becomes even worse when you're talking about no rares and no magics because that doesn't mean there's less loot dropping. It just means all the loot is being dropped as a white item. Yeah, it's converting. You told me that. It's converting rares and magic items to normal. So it's the same quantity of loot. Right. And so that becomes way too much very, very quickly. It was really difficult. As I got into like probably act five and act six, I was like, I just can't do this. There's so much stuff. And when I'm trying to find, I knew the direction I wanted to go with my build. I knew how I was going to want to play it. So around that point, I got kind of fed up with it and said, okay, I'm going to go in and rebuild one of the filter blades, strip it right down and make it very specific to the bases that I wanted. I wasn't worried about sockets and colors because almost nothing that I want, what I did was I went, okay, I know I'm gonna want these colors. And for me, it was really easy because it's lots of blues and reds for how I was playing. I was playing Essence Strain Contagion and- Oh, and you went Trickster? So I just started looking, yeah. So I just started looking at bases that were going to be easy for me to color into what I wanted. And that's all that showed up. I didn't care about anything else. I didn't care sockets, links, any of that kind of stuff. I just wanted to see these specific bases. And I adjusted it as I got a little bit higher up in level. And then that was it. I eventually turned off uh, lower tier maps because I didn't need them anymore. And 
that was my my filter actually worked quite well for me the whole way through i i really actually once i once i changed it it was a lot better what about you well yeah so for me your filter is a very important part of the no stash experience because okay well what is it that i want to save for whatever item that comes up so for me i actually only did base types for my weapon and shield so i was a scion uh ascendant and i was doing fire trap i went on the east side of the tree i did dodge evasion life and dot damage and the thing I love about Fire Trap is that it does two dots at the same time. It does burning ground, but it also burns them as two separate entities. So they're taking burn damage from the burning ground, but you're also technically igniting and burning them. So I actually don't know. I think it does it ignite before the burn. You know how Righteous Fire skips ignite and it's just burn? I forget if the secondary damage from Fire Trap skips ignite or not. But either way, I was doing a Fire Trap Scion and uh, lots of dodge and lots of movement speed i went of course saboteur with my second ascendancy and then i went raider for the third ascendancy because i wanted to permanently phase and i mean goodness me how great is that when you're doing ultimatums oh yeah for sure so that was really nice this still got stunned a lot so i really had to uh i i died only 37 times <laughs> which is pretty good for, for me no and i got to 82 i think it was so uh, for oh, yeah, me, okay. 37 is pretty good, uh, especially as you're trying to figure stuff out as you get going and you're like, uh, you know, as you're learning how to play a no stash uh, league. And so it actually worked out really well. I thought the build was really strong. I ended up getting a five link in. So funny enough, and I'll, I'll, I'll I don't think I've answered any of your questions yet. As I was mapping, I kept finding fragments. And I'm like, sweet, this is going to help me get Uberlab. Like, uh, I'm just going to save all these fragments and I'm going to like put them in and then I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to eventually get the trial that I want. And I'll get all six and it'll be great. And I get to the end and I put them in and I click on the vowel thing at the end of my first vowel area. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. This isn't the goddess thing. These are like, I mixed up goddesses and fragments. <laughs> and here eerie. I think I got my Uber all set up. And at that point, I'm like, ah, oh, screw it. I'm not going to do one Uber trial. I'm just sticking with three, three trials, but, um, or three ascendancies. But, mm -hmm. I did tons of, I, so I had about 15 fragments in my inventory. And so I went through and on my fifth one, I got a five link to drop that was corrupted for my colors. And then oh, nice. two maps later, I got a six link that was corrupted for my colors. So it was normal. So it was basically a tabula, but it was the exact colors that I wanted. So I was fortunate enough cool. to have a six link. So I don't know how strong the build would have been because to me, a six it's awesome to have a six link, but I'm the type of player, especially from solo cell found land where a six links a bonus. It shouldn't be required. You know, like I like to plan all my builds around a five link. And so I don't know how strong it technically would have been, but I really loved it. I ended up changing. I did the GGG default filter as well, but I ended up only going socket colors. I was quite content with two out of my four, four links, my helmet and my boots. I really liked. And so I didn't want to change those colors, the the link colors on them, the socket colors. So my gloves kind of like, okay, well, I'm kind of forcing myself to need those gems in that one as well. So what I did with my filter was I'm like, okay, I'll take any helmet that has these four, four linked, right? And so then I did that any, any helmet or gloves with these socket colors because they use the same socket colors that are linked. And then my boots had to be this socket color. And it was great because I still got those items to show up. It didn't matter on the base type, whatever it was. I just alked it or essenced it. And if it was great, I replaced it. If it wasn't, I moved on. 
and then I just used uh, all the everything else for resists and it man it just flowed really well so my weapon and my shield and my filter were specific to base types right I had the 40% scepters there's two of them opal and void and then I had the 9% movement speed shields I think there's three of them the bucklers and those are the only ones that I was alking often all the other gear was I mean I didn't even have chess show up unless it was a six link because I already had one and yeah and then there was just the four link so I I didn't hold on to any chromatics. I didn't hold on to any jewelers. I didn't hold on to any fusings. The only it, stuff I held on to was I had like I had an exalt drop, but I got rid of my blessings. I'm like I'm not re-rolling. Oh, they were so Get fun. Out of here. Blessings? No exalt. Oh yeah, I know. I use used them. it. I'm like you know I've had this shield Amazing. for like eight maps. I may as well use it. Oh wow, I really didn't need that. Oh, they there were bad goes. for me every time. It was still fun. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I hung on to, I, of course, vendored all my, I picked up as many uniques as possible so I could get elk shards so that I could get my elks. I picked up regrets. I stopped with elk shards, yeah. Uh, so yeah, elks, regrets for the sake of having elks, chaos, and then maps. That was really it. And of course, essences, because they're the same thing as elks for the most part. Got rid of everything else. No alterations, no nothing. And I just, and it was so fun because my inventory was so clean. And if I actually needed transmutes, I ended up finding something where I wanted to add life to it, or I think it was, or no, it was like a chaos resist uh, thing from the, a mod from the crafting bench. I needed eight transmutes and I'm like, oh, I don't pick up transmutes. So I went and I traded in wisdom scrolls with Lonnie and I got it. And so it was great. It was a lot of fun. And it was just to play the, for the immediate, but see it be successful. So you didn't have to worry about the future. That, that was mind blowing to me. It was really weird. Like it, it's it's probably going to change the way I play in the future. I'll probably yeah, still I actually hoard thought some the stuff. same thing. Yeah, I actually thought that it will shift the the, the weight because what I've always done in the past, like one of the weirdest things to turn off in the filter was six sockets. Yeah, I know. For me to just turn that off and be like, I don't want them. I don't need them. I can't use them. And to take oh, up, I see them six to eight slots in your right, inventory. and even to get. Right. Even to get the jeweler orbs, I don't need them. I'm, I'm literally not going to use them. There's no way I can give up enough space in my inventory to make it worthwhile. But one of the things I realized as I was playing was it, you, can, you can actually do a lot without hoarding all of this, you know, currency and actually using the currency was a lot of fun. It really was. I had wicked gear. Some of the best gear. I, I mean, I got wickedly lucky with some of my drops. We'll talk about our builds in a minute, but I, it was it was so much fun crafting gear as I went. And then the, in my particular example, so I'm playing, I'm playing ED Contagion. I was going Trickster, obviously, just because there's, a, I love the like um, mana and life back on kill. And I love the, was it the Gross Shrouds? There's a lot of defense in it. <clears throat> and then I'm going Glancing Blows. My original plan was Shield and a Wand within the first. I think by the second or third ultimatum, I got a plus one to chaos wand, which that's pretty much done. I, like at that point, I was like, okay, I can take this all the way till the end. I don't need anything. I'd maybe like to get the same on a shield, but it's unlikely for that to happen. So I'm set. And and as I'm playing and I get into, I don't remember where I was in the game when um, the, um, uh, the cane of unraveling drops. And I'm looking at it going like, okay, this is, this is a lot better. I was not planning to go staff. In fact, my tree was built around some of the shield nodes for defense as well. It was so much, I had so much fun spending like 40 minutes figuring like, how do I, how do I change my build now? How do I actually get this thing in 
and and I I I had a tabula already at that point. I had three tabulas throughout the private league, so I just started valing them for fun because I what else am I going to do with it? I and I'd sell them for divines, and I'm not lying. Divines most useless currency to me <laughs> in the private league. In a normal league, they'd be kind of good because I like them for unique. Sure, useless to me in the private league. I was it just wasn't useful. I I had a. Uh, the cane and that was it i don't think i had any other unique items and so and i wasn't going to re-roll anything else because i was terrified to like lose my you know a resist maybe drops by two or three points well, it's not like i'm just going to be able to go into the trade and figure out an item to fix it uh so i it was so much fun to just sit there and figure out how i'm going to rearrange my tree now i got to make sure i'm losing a shield i'm losing resist on that shield As, I, it just it was really a lot of fun to try and figure out how could I make the build work and I can't just give up this massive boost to my damage so I got and then I mean glancing blows and even with I mean the cane's got the 20% to block anyway I think I had 70% chance to block and like 39 or 40% to spell block by the time that I was uh, playing maps you went all the way to the west hey eh? you started as a trickster you said wow yep so I looped around there and grabbed, I mean, originally I had gone there because not only was I grabbing glancing blows, but I grabbed shield nodes that are right around it as well. So I eventually had to pull those out. And then I'm like, what staff nodes are kind of in this area <laughs> yeah, yeah. that are actually beneficial to There's me? some good ones. Not dot specific, but they're good ones. There's very few. There's like, I think I, think I found seven. Seven that I could, re within reason, sure, reach okay. that were at least, you know, something. Uh, so... Cane of Unraveling, Essence Drain Contagion, Tabula Drops, then I, and so my whole thing was I wanted a Sadis Garb because it was going to be very easy for me to get three blue and two green, and there was, if I, and I didn't need anything else. I, I had accidentally been using a five link in the tabula through the whole time, and then also because of Trickster, you want the more evasion on your chest because you get free energy shield out of it, right? <clears throat> so I'm doing... Oh, what was I doing? I was doing one of the Alhazim maps and a five link Sadis Garb um, Hunter version or whatever drops of the chest. So I rolled it and got 100 life, <laughs> a bunch of resist, of you did. and 4% chance to dodge attacks. Pilox talking to the RNG guys. He'd be like, hey, you know, I like this guy. Yep. My helm, I knew I wanted an energy shield based helm because, again, with the trickster, it is per yes, is dodge. Okay. So you're getting a bonus to your Do dodge. No, not dodge. Uh, evasion. evasion. Oh, thank evasion, goodness, because I've been overlooking yeah. that for a while, and I'm a dodge freak. Okay, go ahead. So I rolled that, crafted that, 104 max life, bunch of resists, and then I got what else did I get? I, I got you. well, I got awakened controlled destruction on the third Baron that I fought. I never did Cyrus. I never got far enough to do Cyrus, but I didn't care either because there was nothing I wanted. And the one thing that I found with Essence during Contagion, it was I, I hadn't played it in a long time. One of my favorite builds ever for mapping. It's just, I love the, the spread and how you hit one and it's just like, everything just dies. But it is so different to play on bosses as you get higher up. Because once they get tanky, you're kind of like, okay, here's my little pew. And then I'm just going to wait. I'm going to run around and find a spot. And, you know, I'm going to try and maybe hit you with blight, but I can't stop to the channel. So uh, I don't like it that much for killing bosses it wasn't as enjoyable but for the leveling part was awesome i yeah i, I ended guess up getting one of the bosses have changed what? a lot since your last ed playthrough like they've done a lot of yeah. like metamorph came through 
and then they started buffing bosses just before, just after that, slowly, like all the different act bosses and everything. And then just they came up health, with Cyrus. Yeah. I don't remember the timeline of how all that coincides. And then, yeah, so I guess it's changed a lot since then. Yeah, and then I got one of the new, I hadn't seen them before, the Iolite rings, which is the, they've got an increased chaos damage implicit. So that was cool. I crafted that up to have just life and resist. I, it just was so much fun to build your entire character without oh and i got a witch fire butte a witch fire brute flask which was hilarious because that took out my whole curse i didn't have to run despair anymore so I, I did get i had a great time with gear like my drops were awesome and i was the seventh person in our league to hit 91 at, at 91 i was kind of done like i went really hard for the first number of days and had a lot of fun because there were a lot of people on and some of these people are just like you guys that played the private league are bananas. Like, I don't know how you guys do it as fast as you do it. And consistently, like some of these guys are very consistent at being at the top. And you're also not allowed coming back until Justin and I are at the top. We're kicking everybody out until we're I don't ever want to be at the top. It was so much fun, like getting messages from people who were trying to catch up. And thank God it wasn't hardcore because then it just would have, you know. It would have been really tough to play these mods with hardcore. Yeah, of course. But yeah, I got to 91. I, my whole goal was just, I'm going to get in the top 10. That's all I wanted. I wanted to be in the top 10. I got up to seventh. I was the seventh person to hit level 91. And then I still played for a little bit, but then I died twice. Not right after each other, but quick enough, uh, you know, like maybe half an hour later. And I was like, okay, I can't do this. Like, I'm just, I don't have the time to push this into 92 now. I knew that I was done by like, that Monday night, I think Monday by Tuesday, I knew I wasn't going to have any time. You got the rest to 91 in three days. Yeah, dude, it was my, I was in maps within a day and a half. I've never done that. No, it's, it's so crazy. Now, like, uh, I think I'll bring that up at the end of our private league session here. I'll, I'll, I don't know. So a couple, a couple crazy things. I'll tell me about your stuff. Yeah. It was weird going to my hideout after i finished campaign like i'm a slow player i'm fine taking my time even in the private league where i'm the threshold for some of the prizes i'm fine taking my time i enjoy <laughs> enjoying the game when i got to, okay. when i got to my hideout at the end after i've done all the annoying kirik stuff when you think you're it's like it's like the lord of the rings movie now i love lord of the rings and i didn't feel like this but i know a lot of people that don't read the books or whatever you go watch the Lord of the Rings movie and it's like there's eight endings. You keep thinking it's going to end, but then there's something else, something else. That's how I feel like with Kirik at the end of this game. Like you've, you're done. You've done it. Oh, no. You got to do a couple of little tedious things. Now you're done. No, no. Now you're done. No, no, no. Go here. Okay, now you're done. So anyway, by the time I get to my hideout, I'm like, okay, that, all right. Uh, what, what do I do? Because there's no stash. The first thing you do, you always just run to your stash. You figure it out. No. I did that in a lot of zones, like just especially act three. For some reason, act three, where you normally would like go up the stairs and that's where you're going to do the lab and stuff. I don't know what it is about that stash, but I ran past it multiple times going, what? Oh, what do yeah. I <laughs> what do? I do? <laughs> so it was weird. It was nice. Definitely nice, because I don't know if I would have ever done that content without it. But it was nice that heist and harvest stashes still existed. I wasn't sure if it would. Of course, it makes sense that they're excluded did, yeah. from the limitation of no stash. But uh, imagine what your stash would be like if, well, I guess, because you can't put harvest items anywhere else anyway. But imagine if you actually had to hold on to your heist stuff. I would just drop them. I would, I would never I pick even them up. Do it, yeah. So, but I actually, 
hated i actually did stop picking them up yeah me too i eventually was like why am i picking this stuff up i'm not gonna run yeah it. And well i i was doing lots of heists originally but you know what made me stop yeah uh, like because the gear was great that the currency there's so much stuff you're getting the drop rates are totally different uh but what really really annoyed me because there's no stash because it was only in the inventory contraband doesn't stack so when you get out all you have like multiple like half stacks yeah and so then what are you going to do you like <laughs> you right. go to a map you drop it all and then you pick it back up but it, it became so tedious that i actually stopped now no no like that it just doesn't mesh heist doesn't mesh well with Fixer no stacks. yeah that's right yeah. Fixer <laughs> and uh did that sound good did i sound like a no not no? at all oh okay well uh so anyway the contraband thing kind of turned me off a heist but i was enjoying it until it got annoying which was nice and so i had a couple weird things happen there were certain aspects of the game where rares would drop even though rares were turned off deliriums for example always dropped rare items not like not everything was rare per se but you would get rare items rare un just normal rare unidied items because it came from a delirium reward because it was one of the things like you rolled like the shield or the weapons or something. So that was the reward type of the delirium. Yep. Little weird. But though. then syndicate doesn't. Yeah. And it, that was even weirder. It was because sometimes because... you would actually get an item to fall that you would have to unveil. Oh, yeah, but it was white. No, I had rare ones. I never had one. I had about from a syndicate. Yeah, I had about six rare uh, items from a syndicate fall that I had to unveil. They were rare. No, they were rare from like killing a syndicate yeah. boss. And, and so I'm doing it and I had people watching me. I'm going and like I'm not expecting any rare items to drop. I'm just doing it for the sake of progressing syndicate. I like the extra bosses in the map type of thing. So I'm going through and I'm not expecting anything to drop. All of a sudden something drops. I'm like 10 maps into my experience and they're dropping just once. I and never then I had go that. through I never had and nothing's it. dropping. Nothing's dropping as expected. And all of a sudden I do another one drops it was weird i had maybe five of them and people saw it they witnessed they're like i didn't know i didn't think they did i've been avoiding it and i'm like i didn't know either the only saw the only spot i saw unveil or you know items to unveil was from ultimatums that was the only spot i saw where i was finding items that could be unveiled was through ultimatums no mine were from syndicate kills like syndicate experiences which was quite odd but okay so I had a, an awesome ritual in one of my maps where I'm going through and I'm killing you do the thing and you know how ritual right they respawn the monsters you killed well I got invaded from a syndicate member in that same since instance I uh, never even crossed my mind that that syndicate member would be respawned with the ritual I didn't think that was a thing because there's such a unique circumstance I thought it would be excluded and the funny thing is, is I had my metamorph complete Tane or Tane whatever his name is showed up while i'm killing the the ritual guys to start the ritual you know to be able to initiate it so i guess my last metamorph piece was there and so i could have had i known that the ritual guy would or the the syndicate member would respawn with the ritual i would have done the what's it called the metamorph boss as well and then started the ritual but i didn't know so that was kind of cool i didn't know that like those actual separate league mechanics would integrate like that so i that was really exciting that but wasn't it weird seeing normal influenced items i those don't show up in my filters at all i i'm a rare yeah, only no, kind of true. guy once i get going and every time a, a 
you know, a sword, a, an elder sword fell or whatever it was. I'm like, whoa, it's awesome. And then I'm like, whoa, maybe it's something. And I'm like, oh, right. No, it was I'll, exciting. I'll, to craft I'll, I'll get and move on. Nah. I, I treated them like no, the were. exact same I got, thing. I got great items from that. Did you? My ring, my chest. And I think that's it. But yeah, no, I thought it was weird to see them obviously drop as white. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, but, it was weird for me. I can't, I want to ask you something. If ultimatum didn't exist, we talked about this a little bit, but I don't, I think that if ultimatum didn't exist, if you didn't have, if the game was consistent, which it's not with regards to what's going to drop as rare and what's not going to drop as rare, it would, I didn't feel like it was consistent at all. I never saw anything from, from betrayal. For some reason I would see them in delirium. You could get them in ritual and you could get them in ultimatum. But that was it. You weren't getting anything in a breach run or high right. breach. Right. What I would think that those mods we played would be way more difficult if you had uh, it was if it was a really no rares right. and no. So magic if items. ultimatum didn't give us the rares, right? If we were doing this, it was in a just a white item. Right. That's it. Yeah, it would be way harder. Ultimatums were a huge source of leveling gear. And even endgame gear, it wasn't always what would work perfect with your build. But when you're in an SSF, no rares, no magic, and no stash, it was one of your best spots to find. Stuff. Yeah, whether you're going to use it or not, you vendor it or you keep it, and it it really increased your currency. I am curious why some of those league mechanics were excluded, and why other ones weren't excluded from the don't show totally. rares. Just curious, yeah. Maybe it's an oversight because it's just a league mechanic that's for one of the many league, private leagues options. But it does, if you are going rare, no rares, you want it to be no rare. Yeah, I don't know what I would like because I, I, as I played it, I was thinking, oh my God, thank God ultimatums exist because this would be truly what I feel like they meant it to be, which is you craft everything. It, it wasn't that at all. Like I crafted most, but I certainly didn't have to craft everything because of ultimatums. My rituals had rares in them. Yeah, rituals do. Oh, okay. I said that. Fine. Same team then. Yeah, it'd be cool if the no rare thing actually applied to all of that, all those screens and everything too. That would be pretty neat. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing. My PC now runs the game worse than my Xbox, right? Because I got an Xbox Series X now. Didn't upgrade my PC, of course. It's just lots of money all at once if I'm going to do both. So now my console is better than my PC. Now, you know the specs of my computer, but can can we let's let's tell people just because everybody has their own opinions and hey, do you have this? Do you have that? But after we tell people what my specs are, do you think my computer should be able to handle PoE? Like what PoE is supposed to be? Lots of monsters, lots of rares. Throw this monster in, freak the crap out of you like a busy screen. So I'm playing, going through the campaign. Campaign's never where you test the game out anyway, but the game's fine. Like, there's some hesitation, there's some bugs and issues, sure, but whatever. I'm going through, I'm fine with it. As a, a, a QA tester from my past, I was a QA tester for, I think, seven years at Electronic Arts, I was fine with the product. The second I'm getting into item level 68 plus, map level 68 plus, ultimatums, started to turn into rituals of the old days like it was there was some hesitancy and now not i get, let me correct that nowhere near as bad but not acceptable like i'm back in the single digits it doesn't last long but it does some deaths happen of course because of that you can't see some of your key 
binds or your key operations aren't being applied because the game's stuttering at that second. So uh, what are my specs? I wrote them down here. Okay, so here's what Tyler's specs okay. are. Ty, you have an AMD 8350, which is a, it's considered an eight-core processor, and you have eight gigs of RAM, you have a 1070, and you do run on an SSD. Your 1070 and the SSD are totally fine. Your processor and your memory are like bare, bare bones, especially when you throw in the fact that you like to stream. And streaming is going to put a load on the CPU. Uh, uh, sorry, Path of Exile is notoriously bad for its CPU usage. So those two things are like, and your, your new Xbox is cru will crush both those two settings just on their own. So yeah, it, I don't know. I, to be honest, don't know. I would imagine you're probably well over even the recommended specs that GG puts out, but I don't think that means anything because as we've seen, and when you get into the rituals and you get into the ultimatums and you get into the stuff that is very intense on the computer, those two parts of your machine are going to struggle. All right. So their recommended stats are an X64 compatible CPU quad core 3.2 gigahertz or better. So yours is technically above this. This is just their recommended For the processor. Eight gigs. Yeah. Eight gigs of memory. Again, the recommended. And then the 1050 Ti. So the again, the graphics cards you're you're higher than on. But your your I eight gigs to me is kind of like Well, that was the minimum. Bare, bare I see minimum. the recommended 16. Yeah, okay, there it is. But it shows on this thing as but yeah, 16 seems a little more fair. So I so should I yeah. be, I guess my question is, should I expect the game to run well on my system or should I expect it to run poorly? I would expect when you're talking ultimatum type stuff that you're going to struggle, especially if you're streaming. Okay. And that's even I, even my system, I feel and that's it. acceptable. Then like you're the tech guy, you know, specs. I don't, I'm just, I, I'm the kind of guy where I ask, is my it acceptable? Friend, well, should GGG be making a game that works on a system like mine? Or is my system so old school that they shouldn't be considering systems like mine? I don't know. I think what GGG should be doing is allowing you to actually pull down all of the settings to make sure that the stuff that is causing it to not run so well maybe could be dumbed down and let it be acceptable for somebody to see very little particles to take a lot of that stuff out. Oh, okay. I, I, think, they I think they should let people do that to not make it so taxing and I would love to see them do something and they have been a little bit with Vulcan, but stop making it so reliant on the CPU and start using the power of the GPU that a lot of these computers have. I guess they're in the process of it. Like I'm, I'm running on the bare bones in terms of settings. Everything's down. Everything's minimum or none off, whatever the, the lowest setting is. And I guess like they just came out with a patch where they're trying to use more of the video card. They're trying to use Vulcan. They're trying to do the texture streaming, all that kind of stuff. Like they're in the process, I guess. Even as a fan that shouldn't have to know all that kind of stuff, I guess it's acceptable per se that my computer is meh with the quality of the game. Yeah. Okay. Totally. I would say so when it comes to PC games. All right. It's too, uh, it, there's too much of a spread between people's hardware. And if you're running sort of right at the line of what the minimum is for them, you're going to experience the fact that. Yes, it's going to work fine as you're leveling and you're going through the normal stuff, but you start throwing the crazy amount of stuff that EOE does, it's going to struggle. I guess we'll have to see what the recommended specs for Age of Empires 4 are and go from there. So, <laughs> right. yeah. So we already talked about the filter changes that we made, but there was something that I discovered while this private league was on that actually took <laughs> a bit of time for me to try and figure out. Did you know that accounts on the Path of Exile website 
can have a maximum of 30 filters. <laughs> so what? I like out of the filters I provide for the community, for everyone filters and for my guides, I have 24 filters, right? One filter for my guides, one filter for everyone, four stages for each. And then, so that's eight. And then there's three platforms. So that's 24. And then of course, I'm always running through ideas and testing stuff. Private league one, one for Chris's build. All of a sudden I'm at 30 and I don't even have space to create one for the private league. So who knew 30 filters? That's your max. What are you going to do? Know. So now I definitely have to go with progressive filters because I don't have the space for anything else. That is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Now, here's here's something for you, and this is going to cause controversy if people like controversy. This league... Now, I've always been on the side of Path of Exile is a free-to-play game. I know that there's a lot of people... And, and in terms of their marketing strategy, there's zero pay-to-win. Like, it's all cosmetics. The reason that people sometimes argue that Path of Exile is a pay-to-win or pay-to-play game is because... They don't provide you with, in their opinion, enough stash space, right? You don't get the currency tab. You don't get fancy this, ones, right? Sure. So you get, I thought you get four. Some people were saying, or I thought you said, I thought you get five currency tabs for free or not currency tabs, just normal tabs for free tabs. Um, mm-hmm. Other people were saying four. So whether it's four or five, I thought it was four, but, and they're not public. They're not premium tabs. So you can't sell with them, but you can stash. You can, you just have to use another application. Sure. So now I've always been on on the side where, no, this game is 100% free to play. You don't need more than those four stashes to play. Having four stashes will teach you what's important. You'll have to make some tough decisions, but that's how the game works. You shouldn't have access. You shouldn't need everything available to you right away to learn the game. Learn what's important and then move on. Like to me, before this private league, four stash tabs has been more than enough. For a free-to-play game, I, I so I've always been on G- Path of Exile as a free-to-play game. Now, having played with no stash, this game is and and I've had one of the most successful leveling experiences that I've ever had. Now, like the argument, in, from my opinion, is even further that it's a free-to-play game. Like, there's no argument for me now on the other side. Yeah, I well, I, I would agree with you. I always have agreed with you that it is a free-to-play game. I would argue a little bit that somebody is it. You could never learn this game without inventory and stash tabs because we know what we're doing and looking for. It makes it a little bit easier to play with a single inventory. But I think it, I think a lot of that could also be solved with the whole culling of loot because if you played this game coming in new and you didn't have filters and you only had four stash tabs, <laughs> hopefully somebody told you don't pick everything up because four stash tabs are not going to do jack squat. But I agree. I, it's a ridiculous argument to say that it's not enough. Of course it's enough. And if you don't like it, pay a couple bucks. You don't need everything you're saving and use the currency that you're getting. Like you're going to, like I never in this build, I alked everything. Alter essenced so every fun. base that I had in my filter that showed. And I had more, and I was alking every map. Every single map I was alking. Me too. And then it got. I started valing them just right, for fun. Right. So four stash tabs. Now, yes, we know what we're doing, but at the same time, if you're new, you need to be figuring out and making these decisions. So anyway, this really solidified for me that this is, yeah, real free to play, real free to win. So anyway, that's fine. Yeah. Now, before we move on, 
we we kind of touched on this at the beginning. How do you think this is going to impact you? Like this league kind of really opened our eyes. We we started doing our private leagues in ways that we didn't like when we started doing these Forever XL private leagues. We started doing them just to piss people off, but also to try new stuff for us. It's only ten days, so we started getting into the hardcore bit, right? Something we thought we would hate. Okay, we're out. That was fun to experience. We're never going to do it again until next league. This really changed things for me. This is, I think, this is going to change how I play normally on a regular basis. You? I imagine it will. I don't know. I imagine it will. I feel like I'm going to be much freer with spending currency. Yeah, that's what I think too. I think that I'm not going to be hoarding currency. I'm going to be alking if I have an elk. After I have my setup, like I was saving my elks to make sure that I had the gems that I needed. You know, when you get into Act 4, some of the gems cost elks. Once I had that setup, I was throwing elks out like dollar bills. A little bit hard though, because have to figure out though, I think the one place I'll struggle when we go back to a normal league is I will be going back to a semi-regular filter, which is not going to show me the white items. So then you don't have the currency to use because you didn't pick up the white item. So I may have to, I'm not sure how that will play in because if I'm not picking up the white base types and instead just waiting for the rares to drop, well, how then I may not be using You them. weren't getting currency from your whites though. I think. No, but I wouldn't pick them up. In my, if when we go into the next league, my filter is not going to show me white items. But it's still going to show you all the. All, you'll, have, you'll have even more currency, I would think. No, but I wouldn't be using the currency to craft an item because I'm, you know what I mean? So. But you'll have more currency not, to be free with, is I guess where I'm going at. Sure, but to be free with what? If I don't have the item to craft onto, sure, okay. then there's nothing, there's no benefit to me to having all of the currency so i don't know it'll be tough to figure that out because part of the fun of this league was i was starting from scratch i i would pick up an item that had nothing i just knew it was the base type that i wanted and then i would be crafting onto it whereas in a normal league i would never have seen that item i would never have even picked it up i would be picking up in my case most of the time picking up the rare id in it which thank god i didn't have to pick up wisdom scrolls almost at all this league i loved it but i would be id in the item and then going oh no no good tossing it pick up some alt charts whatever so I, it, it, I i may never get to the point of actually using all of that currency in the normal way that i play a league gotcha. i understand so i'm not sure yet we'll have to see yeah i think for me the changes i'm going to be pretty free with my currency once my build's set up i'll be like check it out check it out let's re-roll it check it out i know the currency's coming back so let's go yeah like i never even ran out of maps man People like I, I had remember so many maps. I started throwing away whites. I wouldn't pick up the white ones. I was up into reds. I was up to tier fourteen. I think. Dang. I was awesome. just touching yellows by the time I got done. But uh, it was it got to the point where I had a section of my inventory where I was saving in case I was getting a lot of one kind of map. But and then I would just trade it in three to one. But I only was able to do that a couple times. And then I just started getting so many new maps that I was alting every single map just to see. And if it said completed, I moved on. Didn't pick it up. It was so fun to pick up a chisel and use it. Yeah. To pick up a whetstone and That's use right. it. Like you, there were certain, uh, pick up a GCP, a, a, a gemstone cutter. Right whatever, off the bat. Use yep. it right away. Yeah. Yeah. Why would I hold on That's to right. it? That's right. It was, I, it was such a fun way to deal with some of the currency that you just don't, didn't normally do with them. So I don't know. I hope everybody had a good time with this private league. It was totally outside of our comfort zone. It was something brand new and I really, really had a blast. It was fun chatting with people on discord in uh, general 2121. So. You know, good luck to the rest of you guys who have a couple more days left once this comes out uh, to see how high up you can get. And we had a blast. So thank you guys for playing with us. 100% for sure. 
Now, this isn't related, but I wanted to ask before any more announcements come out, right? We're about a month away from the next league and dates are going to be thrown around. I just want to get this out beforehand, kind of some guessing game. So remember uh, Cyberpunk got kind of delayed the Q4 release. Well, I don't know. What was it? 3.12? I don't know. The Christmas release, the, the, the Christmas expansion that we had, the league, got delayed a month or i guess the you know whatever i don't know that was a four-month league instead of a three-month league and then the league after that but it's been three-month leagues since and i believe i remember one of the ggg folks saying that one of these leagues is going to be a shorter league because they want to get back to releasing before christmas they were considering continuing doing releases after christmas but i mean the amount of money you make before christmas is nuts and you got to accept it so um that would mean if that's still the case if they're still planning for a pre-christmas release that means either the coming league 315 or 316 is going to be a short league, a two-month league. Any guesses with what's been announced for 316? Three, do you think it's going to be 316? Yep. Why? Only because of how the timing would work. If you go into 316 and you, it's a shorter league, your retention, uh, assume, I don't know what their plan is oh. for 315 and 316, but I would think that they would go, if we can release a 316 league that has a very good retention, our 317 will crush. And if we can get that out before Christmas... It's a happy Christmas, Merry Christmas uh, it's for everyone. when they change their end game and then they go on freaking Christmas break. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's hard to say too because do you want only a two-month lead up to the one that would be the bigger one? So if that's the case, then maybe 315 becomes the two-month so that they have more time to be prepping for 317, which would be the one oh, that comes true, out closer right, to Christmas with their time. New so, setup. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I also don't care. I'm, I'm fine either <laughs> oh, way. Oh, totally. Totally. It makes no difference. It's just a fun thing to discuss. I, uh, I, what do you I think? I don't know because... I see the benefit as well. Like for me, I see it more not about their prep time, but more about their retention time, like the timing of retention and money and where that comes from, right? Because sure, there's going to be more people playing at the two-month mark than there will be at the three-month mark. So if you know ahead of time that the league's going to be cut short and it's only going to be two months, maybe you're going to have a lot more people that are still going and going and going. And then you're coming out with your new mystery packs and you're coming out with your new end game hype. So maybe that makes more sense from a marketing perspective. But then there's also... You better already be planning for 317, though, during 315, because that's a two-month lead-up. That's not much. But then yeah. maybe there's also the part where they want people to burn out, right, at the one-and-a-half-month mark and of 316. And then there's like a month and a half of them waiting. And then, you know, there's that, okay, so yeah, I've burnt out. I need my month off. But then they start pining again, and then you come back. Like I see, I can see pros from from both. So I don't know. Yeah, but it'll be neat. I wonder what the we'll decision will be. Like, what kind of league they would make a three month league or two month league? I don't know if they've ever had a two month league since they started this quarterly setup. So what what do you do? They got ragged on for ultimatum being a ritual. <laughs> I thought it was great. I don't care. Just make it a square this yeah. time. Just don't go circle. Go square. No one will figure it out. Then people no, can't complain. Right. Like Act <laughs> 6 to 10 are basically the exact same maps as 1 to 5. So we'll never figure it out. Right? Just do a backward circle. Oh, perfect. Or an upside down <laughs> one. Nobody will know. <laughs> anyway, awesome private league. Thanks everyone for joining. We're excited to see how it ends. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you guys so much. All right, let's wrap up. Episode 88, Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, a.k.a. Tags. I'm T-Bone. Wouldn't that be awesome if you called me T-Bone? I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Never will. 
Thank you guys so much for joining us. Patrons, we'll catch you guys in After Dark. Everybody else, we'll catch you in 89. If you're curious about more information, you'll find it down below. Website foreverxl.com or on Twitter foreverxl82. Our Discord is in there. Hop in and say hi. And you can find more information about our Patreon, which will get you access to After Dark. Peace. Chris was ragging on us uh, while we were hanging out playing Formula One. He's like, what do you mean see it down below? I'm listening to you in my truck. There's nothing down below, you morons. It was pretty awesome. Recording. Hey, gorgeous. Noah got D&D.